Right. Hello. I know that you were chock full of chodneys when we did last week. And, you know, it was a reasonably measured episode. So I thought at the beginning of this, let's get all your chodneys out. I don't uh, perform for you like a seal, like a fucking clapping wet seal. Splat, splat, splat do I go for you. Like a seal, like a resentful, maltreated seal with abscesses round its eyes. Clapping, just like an automatic response. It's just a thing it does for fish. This, count, that... this counts as your designated clap trap. No, just so it you does know. not. It counts as nothing. I'm going to say for now. I count on. for nothing round here. Your madness. I... Oh. Your, My madness. Your madness is going to be described as a Chodney Boroff moment from this point I on. I am not having a choice. I will not be pigeonholed by you or, frankly, the listenership, and be and just jump for a hoop of of Boroff and Spadney and Chadney. McGrath Chad. <laughs> fucking good. Right, have you got it? I've got Hello, everybody. It. Cheap Show. I'm Eli Silverman, and here is Paul Gannon. Welcome to the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. Go, people love noodles. It's just a fact of Cheap Show you're going to have to learn to fucking accept. Cheap Show. Hello, welcome to Cheap Show, the economy comedy podcast. We go for the bargains, the charity shops, and pound lands, and more of Great Britain. And all the more, is, all the more, and, and we the bring more is to the you extra, the extra gravy. We bring you the trinkets we find amongst the trash, and we dissect them as pop culturists. <laughs> oh, are we pop culturists? I now? guess we are a little bit. I'm a bit of a street pop culturist. Yeah, Call me uh, Harry Stamen. I'm a hip action Stamen. Street name Action Stamen. You know Abilities. what? Bring, bring back Imran if it stops you talking shit. <laughs> What? I'm working off you. I'm saying, well, I'm, a, I'm trying to get into the, the mindset, Paul, of a street culturalist. Street pop culturalist. Yeah. A street pop culturalist. It's easy for you to say. Da, 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 da. Right, do you want to start this whole episode again? Because it seems like you completely fucking frazzled this. I'm liking it. Oh, I'm yeah. liking the way it's You're going. You're liking the vibe. Yes. Right. So, it's about time for me to say what we got coming up on the show today, Paul. Today on the show, we'll be deep diving into a Tales from the Dance Shop Stroke Floor. Dance nice. Stroke, stroke Shop Floor. floor. That's a t- different kind of shop. The Stroke, the stroke sh- Shop. The Stroke That's Shop. That's in Amsterdam, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> go around the corner, get a, go in the Stroke Shop, get some relief. Know what I mean? Yeah. It was it two kroner. Nah, I'm not doing this week. <laughs> Fuck this, I'm not out. doing this week. You can't walk out. I can. Please don't. I won't. All right. Because I'll, I'll shut I up. I love you. Okay. Right. So we're doing that. <laughs> and then we've got a very special edition of Eli's Source Report. We're it keeping is, it simple this week. It's uh, just a basic uh, cheap show episode. Cheap show basics. No frills. No uh, frills cheap show. It really is no frills. Though. No Have you frills. been to Tesco and got their basics recently? I don't think they do them anymore, do they? they? Uh, they're just... Out of shame, probably. Why? We tasted their mayonnaise once. It was a heresy against food. It was bad. Yeah. It was really weak muck. I once bought, when I was at university, like a sack of their 
sausages, frozen microwave sausages a for sack, about two pounds fifty. Sack, you yeah, bought like a 80. sack of sausages. Yes. <laughs> About 80 sausages, and they were in the I've freezer. I've never heard of an 80 sausage pack. For my whole first year, they were in there, and I ate some once and just thought, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> they were like tough little scrotes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Known meat in. Yeah. Dehydrated scrote eggs. Yeah. Lovely. I got nothing. I don't know what, <laughs> what to say to your sausage about? sack. I don't know how to reply. It was a dirty uni sausage sack, we and do I regret have, it. I do have to make an amendment. Because remember we mentioned last week, um, time. yeah, Dog Tanyon and Willy Willy Fog. Spanish shows, not French. Animated, said, yeah, by the Japanese, but produced by a Spanish uh, company, and then totally rescripted for the English version. I presume. I wonder. It was redubbed by some company. But you know the way that they changed the whole story, like Magic Roundabout is a famous example, isn't it? No, but I think in this case they went from a script because there was a script. So they the, kept the, the script. Yeah, the it's thing just about, a dubbing job. The thing about the Magic Roundabout allegedly was that. What was the name of the guy? It was Emma Thompson's dad, wasn't it? What was the name of the guy who did... Um... Mr. Thompson? No. Yes. <laughs> it's a shame that I right now... You know what? I'm not... He was called Mr. Thompson, I bet. Who narrated the magic roundabout? Eric Thompson. <laughs> oh, I was half right. No, well, yeah, Thompson, which I'd already told you. Yeah, I know, but you, you could have said like Chodney. I could Robinson. have said Chodney. That's the name of my autobiography. Chodney. I didn't say Chodney. It's like that Leonard Nimoy book. Your book would be called I Am Not Chodney. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was getting at. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, so the story goes about that is that like he never actually listened to the original French version of Magic Roundabout. He just Magic. improvised the story yes. based on the footage. But isn't it basically the same process that goes on with the, like the Power Rangers and all of these things where they completely re... Power Rangers is different again because they just took the, 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 the actual action footage of the fights and then they, and then they put the American bits. stories yeah. in yeah. where the other stuff would be and yes. they completely retextualized well, those I characters. I guess I'm just trying to say generally a lot of um, jiggery-pokery goes on when they... Especially with cartoons and kids shows, when they transport yeah, them across. But in these instances, from country to culture to culture, country yeah. To but country. in these instances, I think they're just direct translations of the scripts. The, you know, talking about Dog Tanyan and uh, Eighty Days and Philly the Fog and yeah. all whatever. So that means what? The City of Gold. That was what was City of Gold then? Because that isn't listed in the same company ah. as the. So I don't well, know. I wouldn't want to put my foot down and say City of Gold is one thing or another. No, because we'll get just get corrected again. Did you throb it? I never did. You get your City of Gold out. Oh, I never did. Oh, look at me. Look at me. Tuppences coming out. Oh, shut up. That's your favourite word for my nubbin, and I need some creativity from <laughs> you this now. This is rich coming from Mister Chodney. I said not Chodney, not once. When Mr. Chodney's parrot says, Baroff. <laughs> Baroff! <laughs> right. What? That is enough of that nonsense. Is it? Okay. And we've got special uh, tales from the dance floor, don't we? Yes. Well, we're going to get into that in a bit. I want to just state that, you know, going forward, we've got some exciting episodes coming up. Oh, what we've we got few... coming up uh, in, the, well, in the pipeline for... in the. The dirty pipeline. The well, rusty pipeline. As the we... arsehole. What's coming out the arse? What diarrhea is squirting from my reddened and sore ring piece? <laughs> Why? Why is it reddened no, and I'm sore? Because of all the fucking great episodes that's spurting out. <laughs> so you're <laughs> you're like... alluding to the idea that every episode we generate comes, comes directly hot, from your hot ass. Hot, yeah. Why? <laughs> Not my hot ass. You hot just ass said your the, hot ass. The pipeline. Started as the pipeline. Yeah, your pipeline begins and ends. Well, actually, your throat and your arsehole. But it's interesting you say that because they think of your alimentary canal as the outside of your body. Did you know that? No. Because if, if you think about it, there's mean? no, but there's no end to the surface. 
an ant could crawl into your mouth all through your all through your guts and then come out your bum. Is this one and of those? He, he wouldn't have you, entered your body. Would is this he? one of those designs that you see when someone makes a shape and it's like a, a, an ongoing surface where the, the in com- becomes the out and then the a out Klein becomes bottle, the in? Yes, a Klein is two, bottle. Two Mobius strips. Klein um, wine bottles. I've seen those. Have you really? Yeah, a wine no, bottle design hold, like it that. It can't hold wine. Well, it did. I can't. I don't it's have not it. A to true have. Klein bottle then. Oh, Kevin Klein bottle. <laughs> <laughs> does show tunes <laughs> and overacts in does British he... comedy films oh does he do show tunes is he a singing yeah he's actor? a big bro- he's done Broadway in his time oh that's right yeah still married to Phoebe Cates who I know from well she was in Gremlins and Gremlins too. oh of course so and, uh, and the famous scene yeah. in Fast Times at Ridgemont High where she's walking I've along the pool I've never seen that film and she opens her bra up Jud, uh, is it Judd Nelson who's not Judd Nelson isn't it Judd Reinhold gets oh, a big Reinhold. stalk he, was, on. He, he gets a stalk on in the film well I don't know if you actually see his bulbous fucking hot rod but it's in, implied that he's having a dirty dream as oh. he's fantasising oh. I've never seen it it's, it's right. one on my list I need to watch that I it's... need to watch Fright Night that uh, Prince of Darkness oh, yeah, there's a lot always... of these films um, what we got oh we got to... that's it I think well no I was going to say in the lead up to 250 which is going to be a lovely episode we've got Nick Helm and Nathaniel Metcalf coming up in the next few weeks we've got some if you like the guests. guest episodes such as Imran last, yeah, which was uh, well received week, we'll be doing those semi-regularly like a semi uh, semi a, a semi yeah. with a pearl and the pearl have come that is the guest <laughs> great I'll, exp- <laughs> I'll... Like, imagine their heads coming yeah. out a little pearl. And that's their <laughs> head. I'm not going to describe our guests of <laughs> pre-cum. I'm just trying to build something. Mother here. of pearl just, guests. We've got plenty of guests coming up every two weeks. Yeah, in so, fact. yeah. we got starting that. Starting with Helm. But also. And uh, Metcalf. We have a mystery coming up soon. And oh, the mystery. The, so I, I alluded to this on Twitter a few weeks ago because we got a mystery package in the post. Mm. And all it was was an attache case with our logo burnt into it. What is it. an attache case? It's an attache case. Is that like a briefcase? It's a briefcase, yeah, that you have what the little clasp on. I don't know. I don't know what attache means. You don't. This is why I'm here. Attache. Point out attache. You we your... all fall down. <laughs> all right, I'm going to look it up what attache oh, means. Oh, here we go. That's what the whole attache fucking show's case. become. Paul doesn't know something. Looks it up. Fucking great content. Oh, no, hang on. There's a here website we here that actually says what's I'm, the difference I am between... I'm actually into this now. Uh, what's I the want difference? to know. Well, shut, let me fucking speak. I'm here too, Paul. I know. That's the problem <laughs> with this fucking podcast. Well, you wouldn't even be thinking about this if it wasn't for me. Yeah. What is the difference between an attache case and a briefcase? Right. For the most part, an attache case and a briefcase are practically interchangeable. Okay, fine. That's all I need to Wait. know. I, this article, I already hate this article. Like, there's a, let's write an article. Fate, basically, there is no difference. Now here's the rest of the fucking article. The word article. attache was coined by the French, referring to an administrative oh, member of the ambassador's staff. Ambassadors and their staff, or attaches, carried their papers and documents in slim cases, which became known as the attaché case. Wow. That's it in a nutshell. But practically, they are identical to briefcases. Yes. Let's keep calling it an attaché. I like it. Yeah. It's a bit espionage. Yeah. French, you know. Well, anyway, we've got that. We've and... got a special attaché case with a whole episode in it, a mystery within it, an yeah. enigma within I the attaché case. I don't know where it came case. from. What, what if it's like human body parts? Then we're not going to put that episode out and we'll call the police and then I'll have therapy. It'll probably be something like that. Cubes of human flesh. Now tell me about what happened on the episode. Well, Doctor, I was just sitting there recording my innocent, chumly fun podcast called The Cheap Show. Ah, very With my good friend, ah, Eli Silverman. Ah, good, 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 good. And no. I was eating I, a I, sausage. I, 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 
Chumley, this, uh, you use this strange verbiage. Uh, where is this from? The other member of the troop as well? Tell me. No, yes, no, no. well, I've got a co-host on the podcast. Oh, yes, tell uh, me about him. a psychiatrist called uh, Eli Silverman. Ah, ah, we have a breakthrough today. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we opened the suitcase up after a long, hard day of recording. And mm. inside was all sorts of body parts, severed limbs, I penises, organs, eyes, teeth in a bag. I see. It, it, I don't know why and where it came from. Very interesting. Now, do we go, now, for this, we need to detail. I need to read the, the metaphor in your everyday language for this piece, okay? Yeah. So... Where, I, I was enjoying doing where this, like, is the briefcase? Where exactly is the briefcase? Well, the briefcase now is in police custody. We yes, had but to where? In the where? Are you getting this? Go, go, go! What's going on? <laughs> Retrieve the briefcase! I've got a whole team. I have a team. Are you having your own <laughs> podcast again over there? Some kind of espionage yeah, thriller. Yeah, I was liking it. Yeah? I thought there was a different... You know, he wasn't a real doctor. He was just trying to get you to oh, say... Oh, I see. Yeah. How long did that take? Three <laughs> minutes. Right, good. That rounds us up to the end of this segment. Are right. we going to the sound effect We are now. going to the sound good. effect right about Galloping now. Galloping towards it. <laughs> what a lovely sound effect. You're listening to Cheap Show with myself, Eli Silverman, and Paul Gannon over there. You're going to introduce it again. Well, no, just a little one, because they might have forgotten. What they've cl- The sound effect made people forget yeah, what they were get, doing. Sometimes you get this whole effect where start time stretches out, and it's just like... Ooh. So someone's driving, listening to the podcast, ooh. and then they hear the... Ching, and then they just go, where am I? Yeah, who am I? Where am I? Drive off a road. Oh, let me just reassure them. You're driving. You're a Cheap Show listener. You're listening to me, Eli Silverman, and Paul Gannon on Cheap Show. Get ready for the hilarity to come down. See, now all that means is that this segment's going to be dirty dog shit. <laughs> dirty <laughs> dog shit? Dirty dog shit. A, d- a tautology, if I ever heard one. You've cursed it with dirty dog shit. Is there dog clean shit? dog shit? Do yes. you eat clean dog shit? Is, is it safe to eat? Yes. Do you stuff it in your nose? Safe to eat. Land goose, dog eggs. <laughs> <laughs> now... So, we're going to start this segment of the show with a segment that we haven't really had much of with there being a lockdown, but Eli has assured me that he's got a Tales from the Dance Floor. It's a classic. Is it? I was DJing, right? By classic, do you mean it's the same story you've told at least 100 times on the podcast already yeah. and now is a new version of it? Yeah. Because you've got nothing else to show for your Basically. time DJing. Yeah. Right, good. Uh, I'm DJing. It's early in the night. Right. Two young ladies. How early in the night? Are we talking like before the first band comes on? Yes. So right. it's it's sort of maybe nine. Warm up time. Nine forty. Not warm up time. People are still maybe eating. Yes. The beginning. Are you going to throw up? What's no, going on? Right. You just, just keep covering some, your mouth and go. Some... <laughs> you, look, you look like some kind of weird muppet when you do it. <laughs> so the closest you've Why been. Why does the vitriol come it's out? It's the closest to like zippy you've looked like in a while. We've sitting there and you were be... like. I was being professional and trying to mask my slight. Burp from from the audience's I didn't ears. want to grelch. I know you just go, oh, grelch. It's because you've got no breeding. Right. <laughs> oh, Eli's gone all fucking snotty. <laughs> I'm going to let you do the podcast by yourself. <laughs> I'm not. No. I don't need to be here anymore, <laughs> I've realised. I just need to edit it and put it out. No, you do. What were we talking about? Exactly. Oh, fucking hell. Did I put a sound effect in when you weren't fucking looking? <laughs> I know. They distract me a lot from who I am. Yeah. Um, Ching. Um, he fucking got <laughs> No, it's Tales from the Dance Floor. Yeah, so, so I'm DJing. It's, yes, and it's 9 It's early in the night. Yeah, people are finishing up meat, eating. Some people are coming in, getting ready yes. for the night's events. And I tend to keep it on the more le- mellow level. And yeah. in fact, management there, 
like the volume to be slightly lower then. Yeah, as well. so it's background it's still at this point. And two young ladies come up. Got it. And they come over and and I'm sort of trying to queue up the next record. So I'm like, one minute. One minute. He's in the one middle minute, of queuing up the next you know, record. I'm happy. I'm yeah. giving the grin. Yes. Now, have you told to people you? Behind, about, about how you queue it up? Because maybe people don't know the secrets of mixing as a DJ. Well, you just you have don't to, just slap the record on and press play. You have to get the record into a place where you can start it basically instantly when the last tune has ended. Because on those record players, there's not a lot of build-up of speed because you have to press play and it kicks off immediately. There is, it, it, no, they are. They're very quick. Yeah. Because, yes. But there is a certain le- limit of um, angle. Yeah. If it's too close, it will do that at the beginning. Yeah. Ooh, You'll hear that. You'll hear the speed up to yeah. proper speed. So, so you've got to get the needle right at that. three quarters of a turn. Yeah. It's about three quarters of a turn. So you need to line that record up with the needle so like it has to do that three quarters turn before it plays. Yes. Which is like it, it less than a second, ladies and gentlemen, far it's, less. Yeah. It's not actually that difficult a technique to learn. I'm trying to like care. Like, no, it's fine. What you do? Paul. Is that all right? It's fine. It's not the point of the story. I was I was queuing up the next record. I just think it needs more colour to make this story. Oh, less. give me some fucking colour. Wait, I'm building fucking, up the colour hill. I'm going up a gradient. We're in the monotones, just like. The, the situation in terms of the at venue. We're in the, the mellow part of the it's story. Just, and bored. then I'll start playing the bangers. It's just I'm bored. You can shut up. That's what you can do. Yeah. Chuggly Foff Toff. There you go. I've, co- I've committed Chocolate something. Chuggly Foff Toff. No, I don't just ever interject with a noise just out of nowhere. Like Splandridge or... or <laughs> that, that's one. Ebo Montgomery. <laughs> anyway, so they come over, yeah? I found out that my uh, drag act name would be Valerie Softmints. <laughs> Not really, I don't know. What, how do you construct it? Like it? Your nan's, Can I have your one, nan's name and the last candy or Which sweet nan? you ate. I've got two nans. Whatever you want. And the last soft candy I ate. Yeah, or a candy or sweet of some kind. Margaret Mentos. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a punk. <laughs> right, um... That's not. <laughs> and I'm Valerie Softmints. Yeah. Good Why name we it. both had very similar last uh, soft. I like Softmints though. Very Moorish. But they give me the runs. Do they? <laughs> yeah, because I demolish are... a pack in one go. Well, mints, are, mints are a laxative, aren't they? It can be. That's why yes. they, on Tic Tacs they say. Uh, don't fucking don't, shit yourself. Don't eat all these Tic Tacs or you will don't piss. Don't eat seven packs of these and then drive yeah. to Edinburgh. Or you will shit through the eye fucking... of a needle. You'll be fucking shitting in your seat driving, and then you get stopped by the police, and they'll come over and go, Whoa, whoa, get out of the car! And you can't. And you get out, and it all sloshes down your legs. I've shat myself so badly! Uh, uh. You're right. (laughs) Right. No. So they come over. Hey, I tell you what, if you did shit yourself, no cop's going to frisk you then, are they? No. So you're saying. Pat down. It becomes a splat down. Yes. Oh, imagine that you're giving a man a, 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 a pat down and you feel a turd hanging out of his jockeys and as you squeeze his thigh or something, it just snips it and drops it down. What am I talking about? <laughs> anyway. You've got an obsession, one of your obsessions. I've seen it. It's about snipping poos in half. Mate, I think we talked about this with Biffo. Yeah, I, liked I know, it. we I liked did. It. That's I'd why like, I'm bringing this up. I'd it's like you. to cut a turd in half. Yes, you would like to. Yeah. I wouldn't like to. It's like dirty man Play-Doh. Um, I'd like so to th- take a shit and push it through one of those Play-Doh hairdressing sets. Oh, no, sets. you wouldn't. Yeah. Oh, oh, and make a little shit, little shit You'd afro. You'd see stuff you didn't need to see, a little, like a little the t- components of the structure of the poo, like little edges of leaves. Depends on what you've eaten. Yeah, but you'd like it to be very uniform, which means just eat one thing. Perhaps like... Just, I think as an art installation, I'd like to use my fecal matter as like it on Play-Doh toys across a board. You know, like oh. make a better burger no, or something I, like no, that, no. where well, you make a li- I make a little patty. I'm out. 
I am out of this. <laughs> like a little I'm not going along with this. Of all my different poopy types. I'm not going along with this. It's a little disgusting. toilet paper as a lettuce. Who's going to manufacture this? Play poo. It's going to be fucking Unky Grumble. Poodo. Who's dead. Poodo. Unky Grumbles is dead. No. Uncle Grumble, who makes all his food by hand. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so these young ladies. Oh, yeah. Come over. Yeah. And I say, hang on a second. Because yeah. I'm queuing up the next record. Oh, yeah. So how do you do that? So you take the record. And you put it on the edge. No, don't fuck with me. I'm not telling you. You just put it on, you play it. When you hear it start, you pull back from that by pull, stopping it. Pull and back. And then you fucking... There we go. You get your I've derailed them again. <laughs> go for it. You fucking come everywhere in the booth. All the time. Is that, Little, is that genuinely like, the best you had? <laughs> I come in your booth. Well, you were like, oh, you pull back, do you? And I said, hey, yes. Anyone I pull back my foreskin. Anyone, and I go, oh, what's that niff? Oh, it's sweaty back here. Mate, in the your boot. dick's so small. If you pull your foreskin back, you reveal your balls. Ooh, it doesn't just, make sense, does it? Does your balls pop out your foreskin? <laughs> they don't. Does your balls are already there, yeah, but they're I'm not. Saying, what do you mean? They're tucked in so no, high. because your penis is it. so small when you actually pull back your foreskin. All you're doing is popping your balls out the front. <laughs> Right. Oh, anyone missing this quality content from <laughs> so, last week? Oh, they're getting their money's worth today. So, forget about my minute bollocks that somehow <laughs> nestled, <laughs> nestled in my foreskin. Yeah. Right? Just try and get that image out of your head. Come. <laughs> I won't. Do you know there's a new baker's round here? I don't care Do you about know what it's called? Do you know what, what it's called? Now, ball skins. Now, this is a relevant issue. Yeah? Do you think this is not a good thing to call your bakers, right? Yeah, go on. So they bake They're what? Called cakes and yeah, bread. Yeah, it's just like and... the coffee, okay. coffee yeah. and cakes. And All right. It's just sort of a bit hipstery. Right. It's called the dusty knuckle. <laughs> I know what they're thinking of. Do you know of, what I mean? Because they're yeah, needing the bread. But to me, I just like, I cannot get they're out of my mind do you know what comes into my mind sex act like a camel with its big vagina like making a mark with the moisture from its <laughs> vagina on some sand right that is a leap <laughs> I did not see coming I am a sta- I'm a you know what I mean though can you imagine the camel uh, like kneeling down yeah. yeah kneeling down so it's fanny is like on the sand <laughs> yeah. and it leaves a sort of damp little pear shape camel vagina shaped yeah that's a dusty knuckle yeah no it's dusty. I was thinking... It's a camel toe. No. Camel toe has a knuckle, doesn't it? This yeah. Is, see? See well, my no, thinking now. Fannies don't have knuckles. I just want to put that... <laughs> it looks like a knuckle a no. bit though, doesn't it? Look at that. That could be a fanny. I'm showing him my two fingers. Your two hairy my knuckles. My knuckle. Just two knuckles like that. Look. Hello. Hello, Paul. No. The dusty knuckle. Hello. I was just thinking of dusty knuckles if you wank off a mummy or something. Yeah. Good, good, good. But do you agree that... Oh, I'm sorry, Doc, Mr. Camel Fanny analogy. (laughs) Do you think it's inappropriate, though? They shouldn't call it the Dusty Knuckle, Bakers. I gave my girlfriend the Dusty Knuckle the other day. You know what I mean? Eh, Needing it. (laughs) Anyway, these young ladies. Oh, yeah. Have you got ABBA? No, the end of the story. No, that's what they said. They said, can you play 80s? Literally. 80s, right. Are you going to play 80s? Right. That's what they said. What did you say? I said, no. This is where I made a mistake, maybe. What a great story, boys and no, girls. That's not the end of the story, Paul. Oh, right. Stop being so fucking facetious, you nuggets brain. Oh, facetious you. <laughs> right, so I go, no. And they go, no, go really? 80s. And I go, look, I did lose my temper a bit, but not like to a level of like raising my voice. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. said. You, uh, uh, visibly annoyed. I just said, look, it's the blues kitchen. It's going to be like funk and soul. 
um, yeah. sort of blip, that kind of stuff. Motown, all, all Northern night. Soul. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that. Maybe a little bit of rock and, and roll. And I didn't think I'd raise my voice. I was just explaining. Look, it's not the place for 80s. Whatever the fuck that means. Like, that could be... Any can you number imagine? of genres. But think of, if you're going to think strictly of the, what they've given me in terms of information, 80s means music produced within the decade of the 1980s. So you've got a mix of electronic, you've got, uh, you know, like... Uh, New romantic music. You've got Stock Aiken and Walkman stuff, for example. That could be 80s. Do you know what I'm prepared to say? This is my guess, but yeah. I would guess there was more music, recorded music, put out in the 80s yeah. than probably all the previous decades of the 20th century put together. It's probably, probably true. You see what I mean? I it was know. burgeoning. The music, it was like... Well, because everyone could get access to it easier and stuff. It's a huge decade for like a amount of music put out, Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Annoying, isn't it? So, yeah. So I said, look, no, it's going to be blues and funk and soul all night. It's the, it's the blues kitchen. Yeah. You know? It's not, it's not it's going not to get the 80s. It's not the 80s kitchen, yeah. is it? And one of them then, as she was walking off, went, oh, calm down. Calm down. Calm down. I was like, I'm sorry. Calm was, down. Sorry, was she a Harry Enfield Scouser character? <laughs> no. She's like, calm down. In your head, you went, no, I'm sorry, it's the blues kitchen. <laughs> but in what she said was, no. I didn't say fuck uh, off. I didn't uh, touch uh, my nose. I didn't you did. do anything like In that. In my head, you did all those things, and I'm accurate. Anyway, it was yeah. There's that's the story. But the, no, nothing came of it. It was a great night, and everyone was dancing. So they had a bit less of a case. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, to be made. That's uh, tales from the dance floor. Well, well, guess what? Well, they're back, Paul. Guess what? We've been through this together, and now they're back. Tales from the dance floor are back. Yeah. I'd rather Jack than Fleetwood Mac. No heavy metal Rolling Stone music from the past. Song, I'd please. rather Jack, 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 Jack than Fleetwood Mac. I hate that fucking song. It's a terrible song. It's Pepsi like, and Shirley. No, Reynolds Sisters or no, the, Reynolds the Reynolds Girls. Sisters. And the whole idea is that they'd want to dance to... We don't want to hear your music, Daddy-O. We don't want to hear the classics. Yeah. We want to hear our music. Does anyone dance to fucking Reynolds Girls anymore? No. No, they don't. But they still get up and boogie to Aretha Franklin or Fleetwood Mac. They do. And yes, it was a sort of manufactured sort of generation gap thing. Yeah. There wasn't any sort of... Do you know what I mean? It wasn't a London real... London nights, when the party's hard and the fever drives you wild. Were they so wrong? No. Okay, then. But they were repulsive. Yeah. And the music and repulsive a terrible message. Tune. That's the thing. The message was repulsive. What's the one that goes... We to feel all right. That's Mel and Kim. That's, That's good. good, yeah. Get fresh at the weekend. Showing up. See, that's, but that's got some... a positive message, like getting ready to go out, going out and having a fucking yeah. excellent time. They all it's not like, oh, like you daddy-o, yeah. or anything like this. It's not like, you're, you're uncool. It's like inclusive. This it's is everyone. Us, it's just, we're, this is our scene, yo. Yeah. We're dancing to it. We're loving it. I we're like living it big. FLM, Fun Love Money. That yeah. was another one of theirs. Uh, not as good, though. No, Get but fresh that at the first weekend album was, the big one. was particularly strong, considering right. the stable it came from. Mel and Kim, it gets the cheap show recommendation. <laughs> it certainly does. Pring! Right, so this is a letter from Dylan Brinkley, and guess what? It's a Tales from the Dance Floor. What? Oh. Are, are you wrong? It's surely the Shop Floor, which is our segment where people write in about their experiences yeah. in thrift stores and charity shops and working in retail more generally, usually with shit. But now, this is a Tales from the Dance Floor from Dylan Brinkley, and he says, hello, hello is there. Is he a DJ? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What does he fucking play then? I recently... I don't... I'm not, I'm not going to stay around for this. That I don't would be like great, to, actually. I don't like to watch other people working as DJs. Well, listen, like you may find... A, not be there on the night. You may find a sense of self pride when I read the letter out so can I get on with it absolutely right so hello there I recently got a job being the in-house DJ for my local pub 
Now, calling myself a GJ is a bit of a stretch. Essentially, I'm a glorified MP3 player, and I play whatever people ask for, but luckily enough, most of the locals have good taste, so I can play a few of my own tracks without any protest. Oh, God. Since working there, however, I've had three tales from the dance floor, and I would like to share them with you. Both of these happened on the same night. Word of warning, one gets kind of ugly. Three, he says three, and then says both. Because I think... My math, math radar's going off. Very basic math radar. Does he not say he says three, I've got to tell you? No, maybe he's saying he's got three stories, but two happened on the same well, night. Well, he'd say two and not both of them, because it's referring to the whole Story lot, one. During my set as part of a deal with the owner, I have to go around and ask if there's any songs people would like to be played. Oh, oh that's depressing. Oh, God. Imagine, imagine if you were asked to go around the Blues Kitchen with a notepad I and a paper and say, what would you like to listen to? 80s! Uh, at least you could say alright and then move on they could say dirty dancing I should no this is what I think I should, when they said 80s I shouldn't have argued and went oh, yeah yeah there'll be no, some I keep saying this to you just say yeah and then they never come back and then they wouldn't be like calm down yeah or take a bit of paper and a pen and say just write it down there yeah and then they write it down that'd be like, good oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> now as you can that. imagine that leaves me with quite a hodgepodge of genres to deal with and can be rather jarring shifting from something that I like like I want to hold your hand to maybe cream by the Wu Tang Clan, which he doesn't like. Is he implying? No, that? he's just saying something that I like to maybe it's something they like. It's a big jumping genre. It's, it's yeah. a j- jump. So um, after I take the request, I build up a playlist and kind of group songs together and fill in the rest. He curates it, so he's, he builds a playlist. Yeah, so he then he doesn't the actually have to DJ at all. He doesn't have to select the tunes in. Well, I mean, I don't know how his setup works, but, you know, I can imagine he sets up a playlist and just... Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's not work, but that's not really... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You'd have to that worry means about... you can just press play and then you're, you can just drink one pint after another. So, it's not bad. Not bad little gig, so, I guess. So he takes the request and fills in the rest. During one part of my set, I'm playing a lot of Roots Reggae. Yeah. And first, second wave Scar. Nice. As I'm playing this very clearly... As I'm playing First this, and second wave Scar, did he say? That's what he says oh, here. Nice. He means the two-tone is the second wave stuff. As I'm playing this... I think he a, means that. Please know. put a comma in there, Dylan. See, it's terrible. As I'm Come playing on. this, a, a clearly very drunk woman approaches my booth and asks, You gonna play any Scar? And I tell it, yeah, I'm playing it now. Is there anything you'd like in yeah, particular? Yeah. And she slurs out, the specials. And it's like, the specials is actually playing now. Well, now I have a look at the songs I've queued up, and I see one of the songs coming up is the specials. So I tell her, yeah, no worries. Ghost Town. It's coming up. Is she stumbles Town? away. He doesn't mention it yet. Mm. Uh, she stumbles away, and the song I'm currently playing isn't even finished before I see her again. Oh. She then asks, even more annoyed than last time, are you going to play the specials? And I tell her, yeah, they're coming up, don't yeah, worry. Yeah. Coming and up. then she shoots both of her hands in the air and yells at the top of her voice, monkey man, monkey man, and then disappears. That's uh, Toots and the Matals, monkey man. Is it a song? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What she's, that's what, yeah. So he's not thinking this is some kind of weird... And I think the specials may have done a cover of it, actually. Really? Yeah. So what she said wasn't completely random. It's a fantastic tune, and it was uh, on The Harder They Come, you know, the movie with Jimmy Cliff. Oh, it was yeah. on the soundtrack to that. That's when I first heard it. Oh. And it is a big sort of skinhead favourite. Okay. So, yeah, early skinheads, in case people didn't know, when the movement started, yeah. they were into Jamaican music. A lot of people confused the skinhead movement for, like, yeah. the far-right movement. Well, it, it, it was, part of the... Yeah. yeah, whatever. It's a big kettle of fish. I don't Long get story into short, watch This Is England. That kind of yeah, sums it's it a up big, in many It's a big... But that was a big, uh, big skinhead uh, tune. It's a fantastic tune. Toots Hibbert giving like one of giving it greatest all. vocal performances in the genre, I'd say. So that's story one. This is story two, which but is the she, uglier one. Okay. 
also, yeah, it's it, we've discussed it on uh, Tales from the Dance Floor before a number of times. One of the classic things that will happen is you put James Brown on, then people come over and they think they're clever because they've subconsciously yeah. been cute and go, oh, can you play some James Brown? And you're thinking, yeah, it, this? it is on. It is actually on now. And then their brain goes, I can't actually relate this to you without being a bit condescending. It's because you're not playing like the big hit, like I feel good. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what it comes down to. They're not, you're not playing that one tune that I heard on the radio 18 times, you know, right. in so anyway, yeah. the story yeah. two, slightly uglier. Uh, earlier the same night, I'm playing some 90s, early 2000s hip-hop. That's it. The kind of conscious jazz stuff. Think Tribe Called Quest or Public Enemy. Nothing that would scare anyone off. As I'm playing this, this man who I'd never seen before approaches the booth. I've grown up around this pub since my father often drank there. So as a result, I know most of the locals and they know me. So it's yeah. odd that I'd never seen this guy before. He was a proper English bulldog looking man. Squat, no neck, pale skin. Oh no. Round balding head. He comes up to my booth and asks, oh, no. when are you going to stop playing this censored word, music? N-bomb. Yeah. Word. Music. Now, in the normal oh, that's context, terrible. I've never had anything like that. No, I can't imagine he, uh, he's I've right never... now feeling particularly happy or safe oh, about what he's doing. That's terrible, especially when you've got a fucking gormless, bruising cunt like that coming at you. Fucking unbelievable. Um, now, in the normal context, I would have ended the conversation right there and told him to fuck off. But this is my second night, and I was hired to make the punters happy, and I thought I don't want to upset the apple cart too much. So I asked wow. him, "Well, what music would you like me to play?" And then he pauses to think. And without any self-awareness, he goes, have you got any reggae? Yeah. But is that because maybe he's one of those old school skinheads? That it we sounds just, like he's probably that was into that music twat, yeah. and then became a racist act, but doesn't in his head notice the difference. I mean, it just is another example of just the absurdity of those beliefs. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just the complete inconsistency and absurdity. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, stupidity of it. But... God, delicious I'm, glad, I'm glad I've never had a, a Tales from the a Dance Floor that has been like that. I'd literally fucking beat him to death with a microphone I think, and make sure the microphone is on I think so that the is, audience could hear every hit of the microphone. I don't want to come across like Metropolitan Elite, but that is a sort of sm- more of a small town sort of vibe to it. Yeah, no. That wouldn't happen in London. It's hugely It wouldn't happen in the fucking blues yeah. kitchen, put it no, that way. No. <laughs> Awful. Uglier. Uh, note, he says he didn't play the reggae because he was asked. I had a lot of requests that night for reggae. Uh, in spite of the dude, and I kept playing more hip-hop to piss him off. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And besides, he said he didn't play any of the Scar reggae music until the last hour of my set, and by that time, he'd fucked off. Of course. They Look. always fucking, anyone like that always fucks it's off. It's just a fuck. You know, you know what it is? He's sitting there, and he goes, fuck this, I'm going to make a scene or do yeah, something. Yeah. And assert Well, he my... did well, didn't he? Dylan did well to um, yeah. de-escalate it. Because what, what, you, you, can't, you, you can't really tell him to fuck off without escalating the scene. So, yes. Yes, I'll sort that out. Bye, everyone. Yeah, again, yes. He should take a leaf out of not what I don't do. Go fucking sit over there and eat a glass ashtray, you cunt. Yeah. It's what you'd like to say, but that would probably be uh, the wrong thing yeah. to say. No, because what happened in real life, I'd say, please don't hit me, please. God, please don't I hit me. I did have that guy who's saying he, that I had to fucking play Can't Buy Me Love. Can't oh. hurry me. Can't hurry. Don't can't hurry. hurry love. Can't hurry love. Can't. Don't hurry. Shouldn't worry love. <laughs> What, Phil what is Collins? that tune called? No, the Diana Ross one. The original. The Supremes one. You, yeah. can't, you can't hurry, love. No, yeah, you, can't you hurry, just have you can't to hurry, wait. Love. Is that what it's called? You can't, you can't hurry, love. love. Yeah. Love the way Yes, that tune. But I have, was like going to play it and he was insistent then came over and was like really aggressive. Fucking play it. Like, I mean. Please, what, specifically the Phil Collins version? No. Or well, at least the Diana Ross one. It's fine. Which, it's just the, I'm just saying the, the level. The tone. Yeah. 
the 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 sense of uh, the anger. ownership and the anger. anger and sort of threat of violence like because you can't that was hear unusual. a song you could literally get on your phone in three seconds yeah. on Spotify if you wanted to. It's a weird sort of power balance, isn't there? And that's why I think incidents like what happened with the racist. It's like yeah. by he knows that the DJ is this kind of focus where you know what I mean. It's like a conduit for your taste. Yeah, yeah. Third and I mean? final story. So I'm getting to the See end of, I mean. of my set. And this guy comes up and asks for Damien by DMX. Never really. Now, if he, another hip hop thing. Okay. Now, if he DMX is that guy who died recently. Oh, okay. Uh, he was in movies in like the in the early two thousands. Oh, yeah. Action, Ac- yeah. Okay. I'm X beginning gonna to give it to you. Right. Now, <laughs> if he'd asked earlier, I, I'm pretty sure I could have got away with it. But since I was legit on my last songs, I told him I'd love to, but I can't. Boss's orders. Now. He wasn't accepting no for an answer and just kept on asking. And every time I would tell him the same thing, sorry, mate, I can't play anything else near the end of my track listing, blah, 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 blah. And this kept on until I stopped and started packing up. And now this guy, now having to deal with the fact that he isn't getting the song he wants played, then begins to rap the whole song to me. Oh, yeah, this is this the, is typical. The, the owner is yeah. trying to get him to leave, but nothing will stop this man no, in his quest to hear it, this song. Eventually, another Patreon joins him and begins to beatbox. It was like watching a scene out of Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, I couldn't imagine that. You're putting I had your records that. I had, Yeah, I had something similar when it was like, my mate will freestyle. My mate's going to freestyle. Can we play something to make freestyle? <laughs> mate's, my mate's going to freestyle. And then the guy, they were pissed as well, probably on the packet on the, whatever, yeah. On the yeah and the charlie horse he literally nick knocked this whole pint onto this technics 1210 the deck and the on guys, purpose my friend um johnny drop he's a great musician and yeah. dj if you want to check someone out he was djing at the time yeah and he immediately went fucking get out get out fucking get out and he's and he's taking the the deck apart yeah he knows how to take the whole plate off to save it and he's yeah and he's he's mopping the beer from inside the sort of thing Top of the mechanism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mopping you know, it up. all the time going, fuck off, fuck off. And then all the guy being like, oh, my mate wants a freestyle. Which you know, is not going <laughs> to fucking happen. And did, have we talked, have I said about the, what? wasn't the first one of the post-pandemic, my first new Tales from the Dance Floor was a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? Where I said about, yeah. she wanted to sing Amy Winehouse. Oh, and her God. Boyfriend. Yeah. You're so not- it's always, because you're like, again, like you're this conduit, like people think you've got the mic and you, you know, one I get all the time is like, it's, it's Emma's 24th, can you say that? I don't have a mic. The thing is, though, part of me is fine, but I don't have a mic. No one's yeah. going to give me a mic to do birthday shout-outs. No, no one wants that. It, this isn't fucking Capital Breakfast yeah, show. Yeah, it's the cheesiness, you know? Yeah, it's a horrible turn of events. But on the bright side... That's I- funny that you knew the whole song. But it's also funny then because you think, what was your motivation in wanting to hear it? You didn't really want to hear it. You wanted to perform it. You wanted yeah. to show people that you knew all the lyrics. Do you He's watched I mean? one too many John Hughes films where the star of the film gets on stage and sings and everyone rap. loves yeah. him. Yeah. And actually in real life, what would happen is it would cut to a largely empty pub yeah. and two fucking dickheads going... <laughs> yeah, the beatboxer. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> He's the interest, more interesting character, the beatbox mate who's ready to jump up. It's like got his cue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the camera slowly, quietly pans away from the scene. There's another one there, just, just, just Dylan packing up his fucking yeah. CDs. It's Is like, he called Dylan? Yeah, yeah Dylan. Right. And so it's all slowly panning away. It comes out of the pub door into the street. <laughs> it's just this lonely shot yeah. of these two guys. And then the, a cat comes into shot and goes... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they have been our extra bumper tales no, on the was, dance floor. So I thank enjoyed you, those. Thank you. I enjoyed those. Do, 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 do
It's the noise coming through into the studio. Uh, the noise of the information related to Source coming in here every day, all today. On, it's hitting the radio mast. And those pulses are individual pieces of data about Source. Here we are. We're at the foot of the tower, Paul. What is it time for? I hate you. <laughs> Don't. You always say that. You ruin it. I was building it up with a noise. It was a piercing, horrible, shrill. That's very high level data coming through about sources. Where from? Where to? The Cosmosphere. The Cosmosphere. Out in the Cosmosphere, the source information roams. And then it collects in hydrostatic electric clouds. Fuck me. Bouncing internally. Oh, the builds up the pressure of the source info. And here it comes, arching, arching across the sky. You asked me where it came from, to be fair to me. Arching across the sky <laughs> into the antenna. <coughs> what are you making that noise? <coughs> I'm rejecting this. <laughs> I'm, reject- I'm, I'm rejecting this. Yes, it's the Source Report. Hello, now, I'm Eli Silverman. And I'm jo- Paul Gannon, co-host on the Source Report, the part of the show where we deliver the hottest news about the hottest sources. And what have you got coming in right now about Source, Paul? Well, I've had a few letters come into the post bag recently, and they're asking what's happened to Action Jam News. Well, don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. No one's asking Action- about that. Action Jam News is on the way. Action Jackson, Jam News is listen, coming. I've got some listen, hot jams on the way. Maybe some jellies. I think I thought I made it clear in the meeting that Action Jam News is perfectly acceptable as a sub-segment. But mate, I keep hearing the emails. Where's the Jam News? Where's the Jam? I want what happened to Action Jam News? How are they uh, communicating in a higher-pitched voice? It's all in italics. When they type it in italics. And that's how you read it. Uh, Where's the jam news? Oh, very interesting. Yes. And uh, what else was in the dream that you had with the big... It's weird. I had this dream about sauces. With a big potato! No, I had this weird dream about a sauce. It was this hot, white, milky kind of sauce. And like it was Mm. just coming at me through like some kind of um, ovipositor. (laughs) (laughs) Just firing hot squelches in my face. And like I'm repulsed, but I'm loving it. Paul, Uh, I went over to you. Yeah. For a little bit a summary of today's hot sauce. What today's yummery summary? Well, let's yes. find out. That's what's the yummery summary. I don't know. Put it like that. I don't, I don't Have know. You got what, anything? I got nothing. You got anything? I was going I was to just do some sauce based chit chat before we get into the meat of I the sauce. Base, I was telling people the about. The meat of the sauce. <laughs> I was telling people not to get too disheartened about the fact that. There's been no action jam news for a while. Okay. I'm working on it. Loud and clear. I've got some lovely jams coming your way soon, I promise. Loud and clear on the action jam. To the hundreds of people who emailed begging me to bring back action jam news. Oh, good. All good. All good, Paul. And they also said, and less source report, please. No, no, no. We're not a source report audience. Well, they can get their own fucking show. I can feel the weight of the change coming. uh, I can see the slip slidey of... The, 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 the sticky slidey. The scales. Is it a the, sticky slip slidey with scales. jam on it? The scales. Are there mate. wasps? Can you see the scales? Do Soul I get support? my helmet stung by a wasp down the sticky slidey jam slide? Do I? We can go all day with this. No, I know we can. We can go can. all the day with this. with this. Right? Now. It's fucking verbal slop. Uh, let me respond, okay? Yeah. No. The jam 
Action Jam News will not take over the Source it Report. It feels no. like the weight of the world's turning on it. It never will. What, Jam's bigger than Source? Yeah. Let's put it to the people. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Action Jam News. Jam is a subcategory of Source it's in not. anyone's lexicon. No, it's not. No one would ever put Jam and Source in the same category. Other than things you keep in glass They're containers, They're in the condiment maybe. category. Are they? They're both sub-condiment categories, yes. Are they? You're saying jam isn't a condiment. What is it? A preserve? It's a sweet preserve. It's sweet preserves. Yes. A subcategory of... A condiment, we... to me, is much more kind of saucy or spicy or Sauces. peppery or... Yeah. The jam's a lovely... Mm-hmm. What about... Because I've seen these. You can get, like, garlic jam. Yeah. See, I've got all these jams in my back pocket. Yeah, that's more ready of a, that's to That's a savoury side, so that's broken your rule. No, because it's not a proper jam, is it? Okay, so there will be no takeover. And also, the... I will be including jam sessions, where I'll be including bands to come on the show and just jam with me, and we talk about jams. Yeah. Maybe Robinson. Robinson? Robinson. <laughs> Robinson jam. I'm thinking of going to turn this show into a kind of hipster laid-back jam How show. How about this, Paul? Yeah. I don't clean for a week, and I make sure I've got, like... Got ball jam. Yeah. Fadge yeah. jam. I call it fadge jam. You call your you know ball sp- jam fadge jam. Yeah, do you know how I spell fadge? Fadge jam. P-H-A-D-G-E. Yeah. Fadge. Yeah, but that's what, when I was growing up, silly boys called ladies vaginas. No, that's vadge. No, but we called them fadges. No, you fucking didn't. Yeah, now we you're just stu- making shit up. Because we were stupid young boys. And we I'll, thought it was and funny I'll, to I'll say. I'll get them my fadge smearings and I'll put it under your nose when you mention jam. And I'll go, smell my bollock sweat, my solid... I won't. I'm I sorry. will take a small cotton bud on a stick and I will swab your grotty undercarriage. I will do a number swab of it. tests and if it passes a pH I'm happy with, we're doing the segment. <laughs> Have it on a cracker. Yeah. Now, fudge cracker. <laughs> that sounds like an insult. Let's not say it again, you fudge cracker. <laughs> on a source related on a source related note, get your fudge cracker out. I recently bought a, uh, some QP mayonnaise. Do you like that? That's sauce. Well, I'm giving you nothing. Mayonnaise is sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Right, today on the Sauce Report, we'll what, be tasting hot... some sauces, Paul. Excellent. Got three sauces to taste. Yeah. And you said cracker. Funny you should say that, because the Sauce Report has provided tasting crackers. Tasting today crackers. In individual packets. Nice. Because it's hygiene. Hygiene. And we want to keep everything right. So you can you can do... You will also have a spoon. Yeah. You'll also have a sauce tasting spoon. Right. So spoon or cracker, maybe a bit of both. I might go just for so, cracker. Well, just to see what you want, you know, to, to taste these sauces yeah. properly. Yeah. Go get it, you stupid fudge cracker. Oh, he's got four. I... <laughs> he dropped one. Hey, oi, oi, oi. Waga. <laughs> Shut up. Here's your fucking sauce spoon. Oh, here's the clean sauce spoon that you dropped on the floor and then rubbed all over the I dirty couch. I didn't drop it on the floor. What's, how is the couch dirty? Because I know for a fact this particular cloth has not been washed in a good few months. Listen, stop And we've drawing... recorded a lot of sweaty episodes on this. Stop drawing attention to the House of Ham and Eggs' uh, hygiene level. Right, of, of which there is precious little stop putting things on the table oh where are we gonna have to how are we gonna apportion the sauces put it on the floor and bring <sighs> well, see you're making more noise again get your fucking sherbet dib dab off then Ooh. you are gonna <laughs> <laughs> i would have had to buy a new telly then no we're all right hell we're all Paul, right you are out of control you almost went through the window earlier just calm down with the physical violence I know you're tired. You had a long shift, didn't you? I'm sorry, Daddy. I'm sorry, Daddy. Let's start with this. The manufacturer is Kimball. Oh, we're straight into it. Sauce number one. Yes. Is a Kimball sauce. That's the name of the company. It has sauce chili. See, which I... Sauce chili. And it's called Bawang Puti. And it also says on it, Tampa Pangawet 
Samba Han. What accent? What language is I that? Think it's Filipino, isn't it? I don't know. Did you do any research? No, I just like the look of this one. You should do research for your, your source report. Otherwise, it's not a report, is it? Describe it to them. It, well, the source in itself comes in a ketchup-shaped bottle in many respects. I like the design. And inside, the source is red with bits in. So what do you think those like, bits are? Well, it looks like garlic and there's chilli. Garlic and chilli. It's a garlic I and chilli sauce. I think it'll have a sweetness. Now, let's just do our due diligence and find out where this sauce is from. I suppose What's it's not it called? Be, Bawang. A, it says chilli garlic sauce. There's actually a British translation on the neck. Yeah, but it doesn't say where it's from, does it? Malaysia. It says on here. There you go. Malaysia. It's Malaysian. Great place for hot sauce, Malaysia. Right. It's in the Philippines, I believe, that they they like to have their ketchup. Did you know this, Paul? Oh, with banana in right. instead of tomatoes. Banana ketchup. Yeah, I've never heard of such yes. a thing. We should get some of that on the show, shouldn't we? Have we not had that? No. Have we not we had, had a banana sauce, sauce which was Filipino, I believe, and that but was this made is Malaysia. out of Malaysia. What was that made out of again? Because I remember it being the worst thing ever. It's got a lovely consistency and colour. This it does uh, have this. a nice thickness. And how do you feel about that kind of flavour profile? Depends Garlic on what and it's with. chilli. Depends on what it's with, though. Well, isn't would it? you like that to be a drier or a sweeter sauce? Do you think? Drier, personally. Now here is your individual trio of crackers. I have. Uh, now we've got three brand. sauces to taste. So do... why are they why are they called cream crackers? Do they are they made of with cream? No. Is there a type of cracker that isn't a cream cracker? I have no idea why it's called a cream cracker. It's weird. Here comes the cream cracker. Murderer. What's it? There's wheat and flour. There's no cream in it. Vegetable There's no oil. dairy in it, no. Jacob's Cream Crackers, the UK's most well-known cracker brand, has been there since 1885. They're the only one that call, it, call them cream crackers, maybe. Known to be a true British masterpiece, the crispy, light and creamy Jacob's Cracker are based... Fuck off, baked. creamy. It's... <laughs> With the finest yeast and wheat flour. Cream crackers are the perfect snack. With a cup of tea or coffee. Have what? you ever? What are you ever? on about? No, that's weird. There's something I've weird. I've never had. Oh, cup of tea, darling. Oh, and pass me a Jacob's cream <laughs> cracker to Duncan. Dunk it. It. Uh, I say. That's just bullshit. It's like an AI wrote that. It says, in Ireland, they were usually spread with butter and jam, um, accompanied by a glass of cold milk for supper. Well, that makes sense to me. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? It says, it? It's, an, it's a, a traditionally Irish snack. Weird. Why are they called cream crackers? Oh, is Jacob's Crack an Irish company? Must be, yeah. Oh, I think they are. So I always knew they were baked. This is from a blog article uh, about American Irish food or something. Jacob's Bakery in Dublin, but I thought the recipe originated in England. To my delight, I discovered the cream cracker is a true Irish original and an authentic taste of Ireland. Oh, so there you go. Peculiar. Joseph Horton, a Dublin man, invented the cream cracker in his home. The first crackers were baked commercially by William Jacob around 1885, and ever since, Irish people have been enjoying them with cheese or savoury or sweet toppings. But you never know fucking never... butter with tea. And no one says cream either. You notice cream is never mentioned. Their popularity apparently... spread to the UK and as far uh, in America, the closest they have is the matzo cracker. Exactly what I was going to say, which is unleavened bread, which is for the Jewish faith. Yeah. Because you have there's that, that stipulation in part of the, isn't there? Yeah. You can't put, you have to have unleavened bread for Passover, don't you? Matzo. So when, yeah. so when it comes to cream cracker, apparently the name refers to the method in which the mixture is creamed during the manufacturing oh, there you pro go. process. There you go. Not an actual ingredient. There you go. You found out. Well, there like we go. creamed corn. Yeah, I guess. It's just the way it's all mulched together and yeah. then made into the cracker. Like cream of cream of mushroom soup. Well. <laughs> like cream of mushroom soup. It's the cream of the mushroom. Yeah, it's not a creamy it's not, mushroom. It's not creamy mushroom. No. 
Which would be nice as well, probably. Or when you cream someone, doesn't mean you no, wank on them. It just means you punch them in the face or something. <laughs> and cream their face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's cream as a verb. To cream. To cream. To beat. To whisk. Interesting. To thrash. Thank you for looking that up, Paul. So that there we a, go. That's good content for the source report. Because these I hope the re- someone learned something then. I the, did. These cream crackers will be the receptacle, should you wish, for tasting the sauces. I think I'm going to try and a cracker. I'm, I'm don't know about you, but I'm filled with anticipation for trying the Kimball brand uh, Bawang Puti. Yeah, let's go for it. It is a garlic and red yes, chilli. Yes, we've made that sauce. very abundantly clear. I'm going to get a huff on this Huff sauce. time. Ooh, wow, that's really umami. Really. The, oh, that's got very, a love. There's a strong hints of garlic with the sweet chilli after, t- after scent. You can smell it all. It's got good amplitude. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm you, going to it, dribble a bit. Are you going to dribble a bit? You can have a spoon. I've given you a spoon. It's quite thick. Oh, you know what you do? You tap the... It's like t- um, ketchup. You ketchup, you do that. Yeah, tap just under there. I bet it will... Oh, I, I can tap at the top. Ke- Put it on the table. Is it coming out at all? Yeah. Is it really is I'm quite thick. I'm just afraid of getting it crawling down the it's neck crawling. at a snail's pace. It's a chunky mistress. It's, oh, is it chunky? It's a very... It looks, it's, it's very chunky. It's not chunky. I don't. I think it's smooth. It's just thick. No, it's chunky. It's viscous. It's extremely viscous. It's got. You've got the Pope's nose coming over the lip it's, it's now. It's dipping out. I've got a turtle head. You've got the turtle head poking out at the end of the. It's why are you coming out? Come on, mate. I just don't want to get. Oh, there, it there we go. I've got a little blob. Oh, it's like jam. Yeah. Funnily enough, isn't it? It's very Action thick. jam. I'm going to put some in a spoon. I want to get the pure. Well, down the hatch it goes for this oh, man. I'll go and taste it. Oh. Is it nice? God, it's really thick. It's strange. It's like a very garlicky Tabasco. Uh, not Tabasco. Sriracha. Sriracha. Yeah. So it's a related to Sriracha. It's like closer to that style Ooh. of sauce. It's got a nice little sting of chilli at the end. Oh. Is it very hot? How no, hot? No, not hot at all. It's more like a, a light spanking. Is it sweet? What's the sweetness like? It's quite sweet, actually. Oh, my God. It's not coming but, out at you all, You know, mate. you've got to really bash it. You're going to have to cream it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've got it everywhere. <laughs> Isn't it coming out? Because you're slapping at it like the fucking chimp at the beginning of 2001. <laughs> Come on. Keep expecting you to... Oh, it's on the table now. I'm going to eat it off the stick. table. He sampled. He sampled it. It's oh, pleasantly nice. I think I prefer that to Sriracha. Yeah, I, I actually agree. It's more interesting flavour-wise. There's notes that pop in and it's out. It's the garlic. Yeah. Yeah. But you get the chilli sting at the end. A little, little yes. tingle. Yeah, but it's not really... The main thing is a sort of the sugar and the garlic, very sort of umami, very like a. What would you have that with though? Then anything. Put that on noodles. Imagine. Yeah, noodles. I guess chicken. Anything. Dipping. You could use it as a dipping sauce as well for like spring rolls or anything fried. Spring rolls would be perfect for that. Do you know what I mean? In fact, I think that's like a better alternative to like a a Thai sweet chili sauce, which is kind of can be quite runny. I'm going to give that four out of five. I don't know whatever it is we fucking call this bit. Source report reports. No, I'm just going to call it blobs. Oh, I did. Was I meant to do something at the top of this source report? What? Because it's such do a. Do you really big... want to do that about 15 minutes in? Yes, now? I do. Right. You can cut it into the beginning if you like, because no. it is very special. It's the special name for the source report, which is where I say the word source report in between every word of God. source report. So it goes like this: source report, source, source report, report, source report. <laughs> yeah, it's got a catchy. It's no, kind it's of catchy. No, that is the like li- source report, of catchy. source, source report, report, source report. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Eli right. Source Report, Silverman Source Report, is Source Report, A Source Report, Cunt Source Report, Source Report, Cunt. Now, let's move on, Paul. This what, what, is... What did you I'm rate gonna, it out of five Oh, I'm going to give it a 4.5. I'm high up. I like that a lot. Right, good. I'd eat that with a lot of wide variety of dishes and food. Next. I'm handing it to you. Oh, I'm... 
Oh. It's a similar size bottle. It's by glass a bottle. Company called Pantai, I think. Hot and spicy suki sauce. See, I got this because I don't think we've had a suki. It's some kind of sauce type called a suki. It looks quite similar to the uh, sauce we just tasted. I Is think it? it's a lot runnier. I'll say that for a start. Yeah, Look, it it's already flip flopping about. Viscous. Well, that will save us some time. That won't will it? save us some time. So, suki sauce, also known as Cantonese. Sukiyaki sauce. Oh, it says Thailand here then. Yeah, yeah it's Thai. It was created to go with popular Thai-style sukiyaki, also known as steamboat, hey. shabu-shabu, or hot pot. It's a hot pot sauce. What does you that know, mean? hot pot is it's big fad in East Asia, huge. Right. And they're getting them in, them in London now. It's where everyone sits around a sort of big bowl thing, basically, yeah. the hot pot. And it's got broth in it, like a, quite a sort of a sort of vegetable meat broth. Yeah. Kind of, and then they give you all raw vegetables and little pieces of meat, and you basically cook it yourself. You get a little bit of steak and you dump it in, and it oh, cooks okay. it. Oh, okay. And like, and it's everyone shares, and it doesn't appeal to me. Oh, it might be a bit of fun if you go with friends, but if yeah, it's a I bunch of strangers like and there's a guy like dribbling no, over it. No, you wouldn't it. do that. You always do it, and so, but it's something that wouldn't arise here in the West, would it? Because they, no one, everyone gets their own plate of food. Yeah, but mine. I think, I think it's it, mine. I think in East Asia, it's much more like sharing. Everyone shares from the same. Bo- Culturally, it's much more acceptable. Yeah, than and it it's is huge. Apparently, hot pot is really, really popular. Now, and in fact, I saw these fucking portable hot pot things. Yeah. That have this sort of chemical heater, like like an instant noodle, but for a whole fucking hot pot, which we Weird. should try once. Yeah, we should. They've got them. They're like eleven quid, and it's like you know. The equivalent would be buying a barbecue, a throwaway barbecue yeah. that had the meat or the sauce in already. Weird. If, do you see what I mean? It's we got need the, to get one. It's got the. I think I really would like to look into that. Maybe pot. on a special edition. Yeah, we could take it out to the park with us. Yes. And do a hot pot, open air hot pot, mate. Mate, it's percolating. The ideas of a new other outdoor adventure are percolating. They certainly are now. The outdoor hot pot adventure. I think right. that this is the sauce that goes with that, but it could be quite similar to to, this. Lot, to other sauces. I want to do something on this segment, which we've never done before. And I think it's an important thing to add to the segment. We've never done the pop. Because, you know, these are all sealed. These are sealed. Yes. Did you notice? Yeah. I'm gonna, I, I want everyone to hear the pop where the lid will pop out so you know it's been it's been tampered with or opened, mm, you know? It's a lovely... So here lovely we go. bottles, lovely glass bottles, like ketchup bottles. I want everyone to enjoy the pop. Here we go. Oh. Lovely. I think... You know what I mean? Yes. It's an important element. We've not added to the show <laughs> No, it's before. a great sound. It's a great noise. Oh, this one does smell hot off the top. It, there's none of that sweetness. More chilli. Regarde. Oh, vinegar as well. Yes, more vinegary. It's definitely yeah, I'm more tart. No, I'm very vinegary and chilly. You're right, but yeah. I'm getting very little garlic at all, if any. No. There's no garlic on the nose. It's well buried, that. That'll be hot. This is going to be harsher. Yeah, of course. It's a suki hot sauce. There are flames on the label. I mean, yeah, but this is a chilli sauce, the one we tried. But there are no flames the on the label. I would feel comfortable giving oh, that to a family. flames on it. Right. Yeah. Well, if you add flames hard. to something, you're either a twat biker or now, you make hot sauce. Paul, please do be careful not to do, to get everything dirty. Or a Romulan bird Because that's going to come out at a, a twice the speed, at least. Hey, Star Trek fans? Oh, shut the up. Romulan bird God, don't get into Star what Trek. What do you think about the Kelvin timeline? Please shut up. And the Borg is Star Trek. Is that what's going to happen? Are we mutating into a Star Trek podcast? Oh, it's very runny. Yes, be very careful, go. please. Here we go. I'm going to put... A, little bit on that's it enough yeah, got enough there see expert. i'm gonna be using the spoon method see again. how i did that like a human what do you I think about tasting it on it. a cracker can i just say did you notice how i t- poured that out like a human and not like some feral beast trying to crack an egg with a stone <laughs> <laughs> nice right <laughs> 
crack an egg with a stone. I like that. Okay. No, you look. Now he's gonna. He's looking at me. I'm waiting for you to spoon, pour it. Waiting me to fuck up. Yeah. Is what you're doing? Because you know, waiting for me to fuck. Weirdly, up. you're quite good at operation, but you can't pour sauce. How does that work? I'm also quite good at Pac-Man. The Tommy. Yes. As people version. will see on Digitizer. I'm gonna post it on our website, but there's a. Tommy Challenge coming up on Digitizer, and it's a, a very funny episode. And it features both of us. So and Ash stuff. and Quang. And Tony Harris. I'm oh, going in. You're going in. Now, this does have bits. It has bits of seed, chilli seed in it. Mm. Oh, it's much hotter. Very sweet. Nice. Not that sweet. Not as sweet as the other. No. And not as uh, gloopy, obviously. Not as syrupy. That's a very warm, comforting hot heat. It's good, isn't it? I like that sauce a lot. That's very nice. I'd say with the cracker, I think it gives you the right delivery. Because I know you did it by the spoon. But I think with the the cracker... I'll try it. I'm going to have a bit of Try it with the cracker because it adds a nice little bit of texture. And I think the cream cracker spices it up a little bit more. cracker as well. We need to just... There we go. Mm. You see how it's a good delivery system. So I'm going to give that another four. Uh, what do you prefer, though? The sweeter first one? That's going to depend on what I'm eating. Like, if I had spring rolls, maybe the first one. Yes. The second one, I don't for know, meats, maybe with noodles maybe, yeah. or with rice or something yes. with it. In. Uh, I think I'd go for the second one. It's got a bit more punch, basically. They're both very delightful in very different ways. but Tasty. Not, yeah, but not too off-putting. Not, like, off-puttingly hot, where you can't really enjoy no, it. absolutely There's not. There's still flavour there. Now, that may come to an end with our final sauce, Paul, oh. because the final sauce I'm going to hand to you. Oh, dear. You mentioned this kind of sauce before. Have we? Uh, today, oh. yes, it's a very famous style of sauce, shiracha. Shiracha, another Thai, originally Thai, I believe. Super hot chili sauce. There's an eagle on the cover, and it says "super hot." I can't tell you where it comes from. It's super hot. That's the point. Now we both tasted sriracha before, but have we tasted super hot? No. no. So we're going to look at we're looking at how fucking hot this fucking bad boy fucking By is. By a company right? called Fang Thangy. No, it's uh, Thailand. Eagle. It's a Thailand. Shut up. <laughs> I'm here to in your shitty segment. Oh, it's not a shitty. Why do you have to bring that up? Tangentially has anything to do with cheap items. Sauce is cheap. Sauce also helps to fucking time. Is sauce cheap. spices up cheap bland food. Sauce is very integral. This won't stand up. In a, this won't stand up in a court of sauce. <laughs> Order. <laughs> do you? <laughs> I, I am lord of the sauces. You'll be standing. Wait, we need to swear you in on the uh, on the sauce Bible. Tabasco. Tabasco. Put your hand on the sauce Bible and repeat after me. I, Eli Silverman. I, Eli Silverman. Do solemnly swear. Do solemnly swear. To love, honour and obey. To love, honour and obey. Daddy Gannon. Oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> I was touching that sauce as well. I know, that means it's legally binding. Now, I'm going to have a huff of this. It comes in one of those nice like, bottles. You, I, is it safe to say that uh, Sriracha over the last few decades has been the most sort of biggest success in the hot sauce sort of world? Well, it's one of those things that... It was I, associated with hipsters, wasn't it? Well, it's like maybe 10, 15 years ago. No one talked about it on the streets. No. But these days, all oh, crisp flavours and all sorts, they all dive yes. in. Yes, and I remember we read a report how British palates are changing and British people are preferring hotter sauces. Good. And so it is sort of the closest to a ketchup, a sriracha, that is spicy. Do you see what I mean? Yes, because it's not made of tomatoes. It's no tomato. It's just sugar, chilli and garlic. Very similar, all three sauces. Oh. Two from Thailand, one from Malaysia. It's a very, it's a very umami smell. There's a hint of the heat here, but it looks it looks deadly, mate. I it's don't know. It's very darker red. Is it a darker red than your usual? Yeah, sriracha? it's, it's, slightly, a, it's slightly very darker red. And red. Less orange than yeah. normal. And look, we're doing it in the sight of the big Tabasco bottle. Yes. 
Tabasco's great, but I thought this week I've gone for these, you know, these East Asian styles. Yeah. Because it's not another Mexican one. True. Do you know what I mean? We no, did no, a no. lot of Mexican and, and uh, Caribbean ones. And Mexicans are my favourite. We haven't done I a think. lot of these East Asian Chinese sort of, uh, or Thai. Or... No, not. We don't come across them very often. You see what I mean? But... So it's been a good source of port and we've opened a whole world of sauce up yeah. here. Yeah. And we learned about crackers. And crackers. Now. Now. Uh, I like Mexican sauces anyway, preferably. I think they're top best. That's my they're favorite. Your favorite? Yeah. You prefer it to these ones? Sweeter, sort of more. Again, it depends on the mood, but by and large, Ooh. oh, that's a lot of sauce. Almost came a cropper. Now you know what you should have done. Put, Put the, the fucking lid back nose on. on, fucking. And can. then the smooth nozzle delivery system could have uh, given you a better. Do you think portion. I might have bitten off more sauce than I can chew? Maybe you should sup it rather than take the whole mouth. Yeah. I'm going to add mine to a cracker as per usual to remain consistent across the taste test. Okay. It is a very, there's a very dry chili, sort of strong chili odor, you're right. Oh, look at this, I'm drawing with it. <laughs> I made E for Eli. Oh, very good. Now, come on. Drip, drip, drip. Are we going to go in the same time? Going. I'm going to enter at the same time, yeah. Three, two, one. Salty, very umami, very garlicky. There's a sweetness. It's not as hot as that other. There's the suki sauce, mate. No, I'm not getting much heat from that at all. Everything you said I agree with. The flavour notes are there, they weave in and out, but not the heat. Is it just hot for sriracha? I guess so. Or maybe we've got rock-hard mouths. Maybe. No, that's not bothering me in terms of heat, uh, you know? It leaves a tingle, but... A nice sauce. It's a tasty sauce. Go nice with chips. Yeah, lovely. And it's thick enough. And they use gum. So they use gum. So it's, hello, trendy sauce makers. I know gum might not be the best for you yeah. for thickening your sauce, but it's better than putting fucking, fucking carrot. carrots in. Do you no know what I mean? to carrots. Which just leave a sort of pulp. It doesn't actually work to thicken no. it. It just puts carrot in your fucking hot sauce. No mulch carrot. No jasper carrot. I like no. jasper carrot. He had a great craft. Yeah, but I don't comic. want jasper carrot in my sauce, do I? No. I don't want creamed jasper <laughs> carrot in my sauce, do I? Cream of cream of carrot. Fucking make a mo- fucking funny monologue well, about that. Didn't have an that. album called Cream of Carrot, which Maybe. is his blue material? Was it? Yeah. It's all of him wanking. I can't imagine Jasper no. Carrot fucking telling stories no. about how he's fucking gurning his milk. All I'm loin. saying is, if he did have one, it could be called Cream of Carrot. It could it? be, yeah. And it amuses me to think there's one album out what, there. What is amusing to think that there's an album full of him making wanking yeah. sounds and it's until Cream completion. of Carrot. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, oh, moly, at the end. <laughs> moly wanks him off. Yeah. Right. Go on, do a fucking funny monologue about that. Funky moped. <laughs> Spunky <laughs> moped, more like. <laughs> Thank you. Right, so well, I enjoyed that. I would give it three out of five, though, because it's probably hot for sriracha, but I'm not a huge sriracha fan. Do, do you think everything that that extra hot sriracha does is done better by the suki sauce, yeah. basically? I think and it's you... got texture as well. It's like having the bits in. It's got the... I quite like that. What it's did the, you think of that texture? It's the difference thing? between, like, drinking orange juice with the bits in, which I like, uh, yeah. and then bits without, which you is kind of You know what I mean? And bit. in terms of flavour profile, they're much closer together, aren't they? Yeah. They're very In close. fact, in many respects, we've kind of grown on the scale of potential heat, but I think the second one was where we've peaked. Yeah, that was the hottest, definitely. It was nice. Which, hot again, sauce. was the hot and spicy suki sauce, which is for hot pots. So is that going into a Hall Pantai. of Fame then? This week's episode, like a best of the worst red letter media one? thing, we is could make it fa- like okay. that. Is it your favourite so one? The, what's the best of the sauce? The best of the sauces today from you, Paul? Suki sauce. Uh, and from me. Suki sauce. That is the sauce report and a uh, special mention just before we go to this bottle of El Yakateca Extra Reserve, which I've had for... What does that mean? Extra we've reserve. tasted it before. It's black. It's almost black. It's a very dark green. Have we green. Had used it before? Yeah. <laughs> so then why the fuck are we talking I'm about it now I'm just saying it's great again? sauce. 
Yeah, this is source content. It's great source. If yeah, people want to hear about, about the source. Already. Hey, everyone. Remember that? That was great source. Yes. All about the sources. Thank you very much. And I'm looking forward to more Action Jam news coming at you. Oh, I accept your jam news. Chili I am jam. open. I would take There's your chili jam, isn't it? I accept your jam with open arms. Is there chili jam? Yes. We haven't done that, have we? No. Get your hands on some of that chili jam, baby. I don't know about you, but we're coming up with exciting sauce-based and jam-based projects coming up. Hey, who knows? Maybe next year we're going to become Jam Show. No. Sauce Show. Well, I'd go spin-off for that. Spin-off pod. Eli's Saucy Listen, Show. Listen, I'm working on talking of spin-off pods. I know we're still in the source report yeah, officially, no, yeah. but we are doing a night busing, and I've been thinking about roots. Oh, yeah, night busing. I've been thinking about roots. I've been thinking about snacks, and I'm thinking oh, about yeah. uh, roots and snacks. So you know, night busing may be coming. We just don't know. Can you just sense? Can you sniff it? The excitement of what's ahead. All the plans we've got. All our 250 episode. Yes. Oh, we've got a lot guests. coming up. There's a lot coming up on the show. Filling my penis with blood. Really? As we speak. Can you do that consciously like that? Yeah, I'm doing it. Hang on. Can you go Avenard on and just go? Hang on. Listen, you can hear it. Nice hydraulic noise. Oh, it pops. It pops out. It's oh, good. Yeah. Oh, no, it's a little man that's come out no, the top. No, it hasn't. What's his name? No, he's not. He's not a little man. Listen. I'm Stevie Meters. Stevie Meters. <laughs> no, it's good actually that you've come, Stevie. Stevie, why? What brought you? What? What brought you out? I've been silent too long. Okay, and why? What is your? No oh. one did to just say. I've seen things. Yeah, what have you seen? You've seen things in Paul's bollocks, have you? He doesn't know I've seen the things. You get back in there! Who was that little man that you're shoving back into your... Oh, he's gone back in. He's he's popped back in now, everybody. I won't be silent no no, more. No, 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 this is getting horrific now, Paul. I won't be silent no more. Pop Stevie Meters back in his hole. I think, Eli, you're going to have to push him in yourself. Oh, all right. Put your thumb on the tip. Oh, no. Oh, he's there gone. Go. Well, I'm sorry, everyone, for the reveal of Stevie Meters. <laughs> and I'm sorry that most of my gags have been about things coming out or going they into really penises this week. Oh, they I really don't know have. what's going my, on. The whole thing with my nuts nestling I within my make, foreskin. I will make an amend. And that amend is an apology. And that apology goes thus. Apology report. I am Paul Gannon, and I apologise for my penis-based material this week. I will make an effort not to do any more penis material for the foreseeable future. Thank you. Thank you, and good meters. Good nightus. Good meters night. Oh, we got so, nothing. This is listen. Ending. Stop trying to make it funny right at the end. It will never be. Just play the fucking sound effect. Let's go to the fucking. <laughs> Nothing's gonna be meters. You've been putting a little gnome in your fucking penis. You've been doing a five-minute bit about some little man coming out of your cock. Why do I put up with this? And my thumb pushed his head back in. <laughs> Just press stop. And that's the end of Cheap Show this week. Exciting things are ahead. So, um, admin time. Bear with us. We'll make it quick. Here we go. First of all, pictures to accompany this episode are on our website, thecheapshow.co.uk. Also on that website, there are links to Tony's merch page, which is fantastic. Our merch page for logos and crazy cool shit. We've also got Even's wonderful print edition of the official, unofficial Cheap Show magazine, issue 12, coming real soon. It's going to be a banger. And there's also links to being a patron if you'd like to be a patron too. Patreon.com forward slash cheap show. Give what you can, but only if you can. And thank you to everyone who continues to support this wacky <laughs> show. Thank you. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah, P.O. Box. If you want to send us stuff to investigate, to play with, a price of shite, a cheap eat, something for the black bin bag edition, anything random you see in a charity shop you want us to talk about, send it to our P.O. Box, which is Cheap Show, 
P.O. Box 1309, Harrow, H-A-1-9-Q-J. And social media is Facebook and Instagram. Just look for Cheap Show or Cheap Show Pod. Um, on Twitter, I'm at Paul Gannon Show, at the Cheap Show Pod. And Eli is... Eli Snoid, spelt E-L-I-S-N-O-I-D. And what else? The, I've got the, a radio show, music radio show on Soho Radio. You do? What's, uh, what's the, the website? House Pickles Sound Show. SohoRadio.com. You can listen live this Sunday coming up from 2 till 4, and that is our 100th episode of the House of Pickles Sound Show. Oh, Apparently, 100. there's some person, who I'm not sure, but who has collated every episode, and yeah. uh, we're at 100, yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank it's, you. It's a lovely listen to on a Sunday, I yeah. think. It's all the, all the music, all lots of music, and you can listen uh, this so, week. And we might have some interesting news. We won't say until it's confirmed, but we might be doing something else for Soho Radio, which is exciting, isn't it? Very exciting. Very exciting indeed. So there's that. And if you want to email the show about anything, you've got to tell us from the shop floor or the dance floor or just a little anecdote or a correction, it is thecheapshow at gmail.com. And that's all the admin done. Thank you. Right, can I Hold say up. something about what my you say? No, you can't. Can I say something tonight about my willy? Pick it up, band. Come on, come on, pick it up. Bo bo dude, bo bo. Can I say something tonight about my willy? It's sad. Bo 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 bo. It's sweeping meters, drops of tears out its end. It's so bad. Bo bo bo. My spunk smells of fish. It's powdery dish, and I wish you were here looking at my spunk on the floor. That brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Goodbye, for listening. Bye. Bye.